The Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is bananas. I actually did not care about it at all at first. I wasn't really following it during the first few days of it. But now it's kind of hard to look away, like like a train wreck hard to look away. Obviously, obviously Amber Heard is a liar. Obviously, I mean, not a good actor to begin with. Very, very bad acting on the stand here. But watching yesterday or and, and following along with, with the cross-examination and the testimony, I something much bigger is at play here culturally than, than simply a defamation trial between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And what, what's at play here culturally is actually a threat to our country. It's terrible to our country. And that's what I want to talk about today, because am I the only one that's noticed a pattern in our nation of these very powerful women absolutely destroying men? And culturally, whether it's, whether it's you know, pop culture, whether it's entertainment rags, whether it's other Hollywood celebrities, actually egging on and encouraging the woman in her destruction of the man she's targeting. This is a very, very important topic. Let's dig into this. I'm Liz Wheeler. Welcome to The Liz Wheeler Show. Now, I like ExpressVPN because it keeps my family and my information safe when I go online, when I'm browsing online. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking your baggage at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is being kept private, but you never know who's going through your personal things, pawing through your underwear and your clothes and your toothbrush. Likewise, when you go online without a VPN, internet service providers can see every single website that you visit. It's really creepy. They can legally sell this information to without your consent. They sell it to ad companies and tech giants who then use your own data to target you. When you use ExpressVPN, internet service providers cannot see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. It's also easy to use. You just fire up the app, you click one button. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can also be protected. I liked ExpressVPN because it keeps my family and our personal information safe when we are online. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash Liz today. You have to use my URL, expressvpn.com slash Liz. And if you do, you get an extra three months free, expressvpn.com slash Liz. Okay, so Amber Heard, obviously a very bad person, also a very bad liar. You would think actually that a Hollywood actress would be a little bit more seasoned at telling lies because it's 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 the same skill set without the morality involved right acting is portraying something that's not true lying is portraying something that's not true only when you lie it's obviously immoral to do so she's such a bad liar i mean she gets up on on this stand and she can't even she can't even squeeze out some crocodile tears she just screws her face up and and pretends these like dry sobs and i don't know it's like i said it's it's now hard for me to look away from this because um because it is, it is such bad acting. She's also a bad person. It's, it's not just bad acting. She's an actual bad person. Uh, this week, she admitted essentially to sleeping with James Franco in Johnny Depp's apartment while she was still married to Johnny Depp. And she was just like very almost cool and calm and matter of fact about this, which is a very sociopathic thing to do. Like, yes, I cheated on my husband in his bed, in his apartment, and I'm fine with the world knowing about this. Like, whoa, chills, girl, chills. This is, stay away, stay away from, from, from women like this. This is, this is Cruella de Vil level, level creepy here. 
So what's going on here, as, as I'm sure you know, is after Johnny Depp and Amber Heard got divorced, she published a piece in the Washington Post, which she claimed was written by her, but apparently the ACLU actually were the ones who ghost wrote this. She was supposed to give them money in exchange for ghostwriting this, and she never gave them all the money that she promised. As I said, a bad person. Um, that's actually not why this, this trial is happening, though, because in this Washington Post piece, she portrayed herself as the victim of domestic abuse, and she didn't call out Johnny Depp by name, but she had just been divorced from him, and she insinuated, I mean, all of us inferred, that she was talking about him when she accused a domestic partner of being being violent towards her. And he says that this accusation was obviously about him and that it ruined his career. He said it, it ruined his reputation and he lost work because, because of it. She's she, So he's suing, by the way, her for $50 million. She's countersuing him for $100 million because, you know, why not? If you're getting sued for $50 million, why don't you countersue for twice that much? Um, claiming that, you know, his claiming that she's lying hurt her career, that her part in Aquaman was degraded based on his reputation smears. So this is actually why I didn't care about this at the beginning, because I thought, okay, these are two Hollywood actors who are both nuts. They are both bad people. They clearly don't care about the sanctity of marriage. They are engaging in this character assassination. Why should I pollute my mind with this? Um, and like I said, then I then I started watching the videos and, and who cannot watch this? This is uh, Amber Heard, by the way, claims that Johnny Depp was physically abusive towards her. But all the evidence is showing that it was Amber Heard who was physically abusive towards Johnny, including uh, this video. I didn't punch you, by the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you've been in a lot of fights. You've been around a long time. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, when you fucking have a close You face. didn't get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are you? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? I, I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. That's the difference between me and you. You're a fucking baby. You are such a baby. Grow the fuck up, Johnny. I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because, to get the fuck out of there. Yes, you did. So you did the right thing, the big thing. The, you know what? You're at... She's so manipulative. She, I mean, first of all, this video is all the proof that you need that she was physically abusive to him. She literally admits that she hit him. I don't know what argument she's trying to make here. Like, like it's somewhat better for her to have hit him on the face um, versus versus punching him. This, this is still abusive. This is, this is so abusive. And then... Obviously, this is exactly what abusers do. They get manipulative, telling him that he's a baby because he didn't accept the abuse um, without complaint. This this is so toxic. This is so awful. She is she is clearly clearly the abuser and trying to make it seem like what she did wasn't a big deal. She verbally admits that yes, she started physical fights here after their honeymoon. Apparently, they got into a big fight during their or big fights during their honeymoon. And Johnny Depp has pictures. He took pictures of himself. Um, with two black eyes. This is this is what it looks like, two black eyes. Amber Heard claims that this is photoshopped. She claims that he's faking this. I don't believe her. Who would believe her? After hearing a video like this, who would believe that that this is photoshopped and, and not real? So uh, 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 
she's, like I said, she's just such a liar. It's hard to look away from this. Here's the other manipulative part. Look at this picture of her. This is what she's dressing like while she's on the stand. She's dressing like one of those prairie women, like those women that were rescued from that, that fundamentalist Mormon ranch or the, the fundamentalist, uh, the, the, the polygamists that were abused. You remember that, the Warren Jeffs people. She's dressing like those women in order to portray herself as this, this abused, this broken, this beaten woman. Look at what she's wearing. She's wearing this hideous jacket, this collar buttoned up to here. This is exactly what the ranch women wore, except instead of the suit jacket, it went all the way down. It was like these, these smock dresses. She's wearing this ugly braid in her hair with these wisps coming out as if she doesn't have access to hairspray. No makeup, no mascara. If you put on foundation, by the way, on your face and then you don't wear mascara, you look weird. You look bad. She's doing this on purpose in order to portray herself as beaten, beaten down, as broken, as abused. Such a manipulative liar here. Such a liar. And I'm, I'm, I'm not just here to analyze this case. There, there's a bigger point that I want to make here. But before we get to that bigger point, so in her testimony, one of her biggest arguments is that Johnny Depp is a drug user. Um, yes, clearly that's true. Clearly that's true. That's also not what the trial is about. Clearly it's true that he was a drug abuser. Um, and I guess I don't quite understand what she's trying to do besides assassinate his character because I'm like, yes, and he used jars of cocaine. And not that I'm endorsing this, but what, I mean, we're in, we're in Hollywood here. We're talking about Hollywood actors. Like, are you, are you acting like this is a bombshell allegation? The, the point of all of this is that liberal culture has encouraged this type of behavior from Amber Heard. They have actually... They have actually praised this type of behavior from Amber Heard. And what she is doing is she's engaging in toxic femininity. I, I, I don't even like that phrase, toxic femininity. It's really toxic feminism because femininity is a good thing. Femininity is given to us women from God. But toxic feminism is what she is engaging in because the feminists tell us that feminism is about achieving equality under the law for women first, and then equality of, of opportunity. They, they want equity, in a sense, for women, which I don't agree with. But this, this is what the feminists tell us. They want equality under the law, and then they want equity. They want equal outcome. They say it's not about man-hating. It's not about degrading men. But clearly it is. Clearly, it, clearly feminism is about the destruction of men. So Taylor Lorenz from the Washington Post, you also remember her. She is the reporter that doxed libs of TikTok, going to the homes of family members of libs of TikTok in order to expose who this woman is behind this anonymous Twitter account, not that it mattered, even going so far as to state what she does for a living and her religion, which is absolutely not relevant to the content that libs of TikTok posts, which of course are videos posted to TikTok by leftist teachers admitting that they groom kids. This is Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post. Taylor Lorenz actually tweeted this is, I, I want to bring this up on, on the screen. She tweeted, abuse is about power. And she, meaning Amber Heard, didn't have the power. I don't think a lot of people understand what abusive relationships actually look like. Julia Fox put it well, to be honest. She then, she then posts a screenshot of Julia Fox saying she never had the power in the relationship to be abusive to him. Did she hit him? Yes. Was it abuse? No. You need to have power to be able to abuse it. She was 25. He clearly was always way more powerful, including physically and financially. Which, this is mind-blowing to me. So essentially, these, these 
women who buy into this feminist narrative, this not just equality, not just equity, which is bad, but actually destructing, uh, demonizing and destroying men, buy into this narrative that a woman can't be abusive towards a man because the man has more power, especially in a celebrity relationship where there's a huge age gap, a financial disparity between the two of them, that Amber Heard, even though she was physically beating Johnny, there's video proof showing her admitting this, it's not abuse because she wasn't in a position of power. This is not only problematic in, in this case, isolated to this case, obviously it is. Obviously, this is abuse. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to recognize that this was domestic abuse instigated by Amber Heard. This is a much bigger problem, a much bigger problem because it's a pattern. We see this pattern in, in examples that I can pull from just the last couple of months of these very toxic females in Hollywood weaponizing this narrative coming from the woke left. And I'm not even going to call it a feminist narrative because it actually goes beyond that. It's an anti-man narrative. And they actually inflict abuse on men in order to, destroying these men in order to propel themselves in their careers or in their lives. And all, by the way, all, in, in this case, in this case specifically, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, where are all the women, these, these so-called feminists who claim that they believe all women? Well, this is what the Me Too movement is. They are believing Amber Heard, who is patently unbelievable. This, like I said, this is a systemic problem that people don't want to talk about, or they won't talk about. In pop culture, this is very unpopular to talk about. But in these cases, and it's unpopular, by the way, because domestic abuse is often assumed to be a, a stronger man beating uh, a, a woman who is not as strong as he is, because that's how men and women are, right? Men are typically physically stronger than women. But men in these cases can be just as vulnerable to this abuse if they're men, especially if they're good men, because a good man won't hit back. A good man won't even hit back in self-defense. I have no idea if Johnny Depp hit her back or if he engaged in violence, but a good man won't hit a woman back. So he is actually vulnerable to this type of abuse. And again, this is a systemic problem. And the examples from just the last couple of months demonstrate this. Let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith, for example. She's another one. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's noticed everything is getting expensive. We are in the biggest economic crisis since 2008. Consumer prices are high, the highest we've seen in 30 years. Inflation is certainly here to stay. And if the government continues its out-of-control printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. So how do you protect your money, your retirement, and your savings? Well, American Hartford Gold can show you how to hedge your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. They'll even help move your existing IRA or 401k out of the volatile stock market into a precious metals IRA, and they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. And if you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-768-1883. That's 855-768-1883. Or you can text the word Liz, L-I-Z, to 65532. Again, the phone number to call is 855-768-1883. Or if you prefer text messaging, like I do, you can text my name, L-I-Z, to 65532. Text L-I-Z to 65532. You'll be glad you did. It's the responsible thing to do.
Okay. So it's not just it's not just Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. She's actually emblematic of a larger problem that we're seeing with this toxic femininity. Again, I don't like that phrase, but it's the best I've got for you right now. Jada Pinkett Smith is another example of this. So Jada Pinkett Smith, think about what happened with uh, with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. The actual scenario that happened is when Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith being in the sequel to G.I. Jane, G.I. Jane being the, the movie with Demi Moore where she shaved her head to be a Navy SEAL. Odd, because she's a woman, right? That's what, that's what made the movie famous. And Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia and she shaved her head to deal with her hair loss. Um, he made, Chris Rock made this joke about Jada Pinkett Smith being in the sequel. And if you look at the video cameras of what happened at the awards show, Will Smith actually laughed at this joke. It's not a derogatory joke. I said, I said this at the time. It's not, it's not an unkind joke. In fact, Demi Moore was supposed to be, I mean, she, she was the protagonist in this movie. She was supposed to be a hero. She was supposed to be a champion of women. There was nothing rude or insulting about this joke. The only thing about this joke that could have possibly been objectionable is just that he, he picked out a physical characteristic of a woman in the crowd. But this is what they do at award shows. This is a stand-up comedian on stage. The point of all this is Will Smith on the video actually laughed at the joke made by Chris Rock. Then he got the death glare from Jada Pinkett Smith. And only after the death glare from Jada Pinkett Smith did Will Smith go on stage and physically assault, did he, you know, slap Chris Rock across the face. This is strange. This is very strange because you don't go from laughing at a joke to being glared at and slapping without that glare playing a role in what's happening. And we, we, we've seen video. Jada Pinkett Smith actually posted video online of Will Smith. Um, she was videoing him in her house. And when she was videoing him in her house, he was acting like someone who was abused. He was, he was in this defensive posture. His head was down. He wasn't making eye contact. He was unhappy. His face was puffy. And he was saying, don't video on me in my own house. Don't do this. Don't do this without permission. It's disrespectful. And her response was, oh, aren't you being a baby? We need to go back and like go to marriage counseling because look at what I have to deal with. Someone who actually wants to be respected. This is the same exact scenario. This, this, this toxic femininity, this woman who claims to be an empowered female who brags about their open marriage, actively talks about sleeping with other people, forces her husband to come on her show to uh, essentially validate her promiscuity, her infidelity. She verbally, uh, she verbally and emotionally manipulates him in public. And then to the point where at this awards show, a look from her causes him to go up there and assault Chris Rock, to go up on stage and assault Chris Rock. What is she doing? She's using the excuse of feminism as a way to destroy this man. She, she's destroying his, his manhood. She's destroying his masculinity. This, this is not what feminism should be. Feminism at, 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 at its base level should be fighting for equality under the law for women. Women need the right to vote. Women need the right to have a job. Women need the right to drive a car. Women should be able to open a bank account or a credit card without permission from their male guardian or husband. All of these, all of these basic necessities, w- women should be acknowledged under the law as, as, as being on equal footing as men. We all agree with that. There was a time in our country where that was misapplied, where women didn't have the right, right to do these things, and men did, and that's wrong. So at its baseline, if that's what feminism is, that's fine, but it's not. That's not what feminism is. 
it's morphed into this idea of equity, not equality. Equity being that women don't deserve equal equal opportunity or equality under the law, but they deserve equal outcome. And so they will the they the left will try to use the law to force equal outcome, whether this is gender quotas on corporate boards, whether this is um, whether this is equal pay for not equal work, whatever whatever the example may be. Equity, equity, in a sense, is is discrimination. And in this case, it's gender discrimination, discriminating against men in order to artificially elevate women. But it's it's gone even beyond an iteration, an iteration beyond equity. It's gotten to this point where there's an act, active destruction of men happening in order to culturally elevate these toxic women, all in the name of feminism. And it's bananas to watch. It's not just Amber Heard. It's not just Jada Pinkett Smith. Another really, really toxic, really famous example of this is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Think about what happened with the two of them. Prince Harry is a member of the royal family in, in Britain. He's the second son, so he's not heir to the throne. But because he is a prince, you know, he's a catch. You have this American actress, Meghan Markle, who uh, enters this whirlwind courtship with him. They get married very quickly. and. At first, it seems like Meghan Markle is trying to fit into the life of a royal. She starts wearing the British hats. There are videos of her actually starting to use a British accent when talking to people when she's out um, when she's out in the streets on on royal engagements. Um, and I I admit I did make fun of her because I was like, oh, you live in Britain for a month and you start picking up a British accent. Okay, okay, lady. Um, turns out that was that that was a huge red flag because. All of the sudden, after she tries to integrate herself into the royal family, all of a sudden, she decides that they're terrible. And not only are they terrible, she wants to destroy the entire thing. She turns Harry against his brother, William. She turns Harry against his father, Prince Charles. She she turns Harry against his grandmother, Queen Elizabeth, who reportedly had a very special relationship with Harry. Not only does she turn them against, turn him against his family, she degrades the name of the royal family, all all of their dignity, and this is decidedly unfair because you can you can criticize the royal family all you want. They they deserve criticism, right? Prince Charles is a ridiculous climate change crier. Uh, they're ve- they're very leftist. I mean, you can criticize the idea of royalty if you want. I, as a taxpayer, would certainly not want to support them. However, it's a tradition in the royal family that they don't respond to rumors and allegations, and so to hurl an accusation of racism at them, knowing that they're not allowed to respond is a really low blow. So all of that happens in Britain, and then she moves them to the United States, moves Prince Harry and her family, meaning she's pregnant with her unborn child at this point, to the United States, turns Harry completely against the family, causes him to lose his title, his position in the military, um, all contact with his brother, with his father, with his stepmother, with his grandmother, can't even go to his grandfather's funeral, all in the name of what? In the name of bodily autonomy for herself. In the name of, in the name of, you know, the 21st century, trying to, she wanted to revamp the royal family. What has she done though? She's ruined relationships. She's ruined family. She certainly ruined Prince Harry. I mean, he's not even allowed to speak. It seems like she's the one who will say anything, and Prince Harry just just meekly follows along. Meekly follows along her narrative. Even that that creepy interview that they did with Oprah, where they made a lot of these bombshell allegations without giving enough details so that the royal family could defend themselves, just enough to smear the name in general, of the people belonging to the royal family, because it's not just an institution, it's not just the firm, it's people who belong to this royal family. 
she's destroyed Harry. And it's the same pattern. This idea of feminism, equality under the law, okay, great, we can all get on board with that. But you morph it into equity, you morph it into this, this gender discrimination in order to artificially, artificially elevate women to equal outcome instead of equal opportunity, and it starts getting twisted. But then, but then it, it morphs again into this, this attack on manhood. Harry's not the leader of that family. Harry's not serving as her protector. Harry's her sad, sorry, little puppy dog minion. He's whipped. He's broken. She's broken him. All along, feminists told us that it wasn't about man-hating. They didn't like, they didn't like the, the bitter man-hating feminist label that was attached to them. They said, it's not, about, it's not about hating men. It's not about destroying men. It's just about elevating women. We can see for ourselves that this is, this, this is not true. It's not true at all. Look at Kim Kardashian. She's, she's perhaps one of the most powerful women in the entire world, one of the richest women in our country. And look at what she's done to Kanye West. Kanye West is clearly nuts, right? There, there's no argument there. He's nuts. He, he, he's admitted that he suffers from mental health, like in, in mental health issues, and I'm sorry about that. And it seems that he needs to get help. But does he deserve to be destroyed for his political views? because he wore a, a red mega hat, because he ran a presidential campaign, because he wants to stay married to the mother of his children, because after she left him, he, start, he, he continued to fight for her, because he wants dominion over the parenting of his children. Kim Kardashian let their seven-year-old girl go on TikTok. You and I know what's on TikTok. These groomer teachers, all kinds of crazy indoctrination. She let her seven-year-old daughter on TikTok. Kanye West said he didn't want her on TikTok. Kim Kardashian bashed him publicly, didn't give him a choice, insulted him, relegated him to just let me do what I want with our children. She destroyed him. She targeted him. She's taking away his manhood. This is what these very high-level feminists are doing. They're destroying men in an effort to elevate themselves. This is the cultural thing that's at play at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that I thought, oh my goodness, this is not just salacious gossip. This is not just two Hollywood nutsos who are getting divorced in the worst divorce of the century. This is emblematic of a systemic problem in our culture. And it's not just these women, Kim Kardashian and Meghan Markle and Jada Pinkett Smith and Amber Heard. This is the actual entire women's rights movement in our country right now. Roe v. Wade is another perfect example of this. Okay, so think about what's happening then. In, in the Roe v. Wade world, right? We're all expecting Roe v. Wade to be overturned based on this leaked majority opinion that we see from the Supreme Court. It hasn't been officially ruled yet. We're not out of the woods. I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched, but we do have an expectation that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. The response to this is the women's rights movement, quote unquote, women's rights movement is up in arms about this. They say you should be able to have an abortion not only on legally under the law, but it should be accessible to you. It should be paid for. And part of their narrative is that men can't have an opinion on this. You know, you no uterus, no opinion. We've heard this for years. But men can't have an opinion about the politics of abortion, but men also don't get an opinion, according to these, these, these feminists, when their own child is going to be aborted. Men have no say over whether their flesh and blood is killed in the womb. And yet, these men are also expected to pay for the abortion to happen, whether or not they want the abortion to occur. 
This is the exact same thing. This iteration of feminism being about equality under the law, morphing into this twisted, warped idea of equity, which is really gender discrimination against men. It's the artificial elevation of women. It, it, it reduces women to tokens. It's insulting to us women. But it's morphed again into this, this anti-man ideology, this attack on manhood, on masculinity. That's why, that's why this trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is so bananas. I mean, Johnny Depp is arguably the biggest celebrity in the world, right? And he is not immune to this. And by the way, you say what you will about Johnny Depp and his drinking and his drug habits and the things that he said to her on video. By the way, who takes video like this? Is, is this like a common practice that I'm just not aware of where, where people in relationships, lovers, even spouses record each other? Uh, undercover like this? Who does this? This this is so nuts to me that they have these stashes of undercover video. Like, do you just do you just record this? Just put push record on your phone and put it to the side, and then engage in this kind of violence and and verbal abuse. This is so this is so crazy to me. It's so bananas. But Johnny Depp, the biggest celebrity in the world, he's obviously a drug user. He's obviously an alcoholic. He's obviously crazy. He also has a shred of good in him. I mean, this is the guy who spent his birthday at the children's hospital just dressed as Jack Sparrow. This is a man doing something sacrificial for someone else. And as I said before, I'm not endorsing cocaine. I think it's bad. I think you shouldn't do it. But when Amber Heard says, oh, he did cocaine, he has a jar of cocaine, I'm like, oh, did he? And every other actor in Hollywood also, this is not exactly the the airtight argument you're trying to make against his character. But in Waltz is Amber Heard who thinks that she can just, just skate by with this hashtag Me Too movement and lie and ruin his career, even though he's the biggest celebrity in the world. And what, what does this tell you? I mean, certainly I, I feel sorry for Johnny Depp. I, I hope he wins at this trial because it seems that uh, it seems that he was the victim of abuse here. But it's also terrifying. Because it's not just these high-profile women. It's not just Jada Pinkett Smith and Meghan Markle and Kim Kardashian and Amber Heard going after these very powerful men, going after Prince Harry, Kanye West, Will Smith, and now Johnny Depp. If these men are vulnerable to this kind of attack on their manhood, on their masculinity, on their reputation, maybe even on their legal freedom, then who isn't vulnerable to this? Because these celebrities have access to PR firms and crisis management firms and lawyers. And they have all this money and their own platform. And they're still vulnerable to this toxic femininity, to these women actively trying to destroy men's lives. And by the way, let me caveat all of this by saying, I understand that nobody wants to talk about feminism anymore because we all understand that feminism is is not maybe what it used to be, that feminism is now about abortion. It's, it's, it's about sexual promiscuity. I understand that no one wants to talk about feminism. And generally, I don't either. But it is not about equality for women. And we are seeing the next wave of it unfolding right now. And the next wave of it is actively targeting men in a way where men, regardless of you're a celebrity, a prince, or just an everyday dude, where you are vulnerable. It, 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 it is about the destruction of men, whether it's your protective instinct, whether it's you as a provider, whether it's you as a father, as in the case of Kanye West, these fundamental aspects to masculinity, who you are as a man is under attack, not just by 
a vague, abstract movement but by some of the most powerful women in our country and around the world. It's essentially the castration of men in our country that's happening right now. And so I'll leave you. That's a pretty heavy note. I'll leave you on a little bit of a lighter note. This is a remix that someone made of some of the testimony at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And I, I mean, I think it's hilarious. I used to be respected. People took me at my word. Then I became a lawyer representing Amber Heard. Objection hearsay. Oh my God, I don't have a case. Objection hearsay. Now I'm ashamed to show my face. Well, I'm a famous movie star. Yeah, life is always fine. I sit down at my penthouse drinking mega pints of wine. Objection hearsay. I don't know why we have a wet. Objection hearsay. Who the hell poops in someone's bed? I object to everything. I may have an infection. Cause I say I object. The judge says that was your own question. Objection hearsay. Court isn't supposed to be this hard. Objection hearsay. How did I ever pass the bar? Well, just one final question, sir. And this one has been prepped. What is your name? My name is Johnny Depp. Objection hearsay. How can you prove that that's your name? Objection hearsay. Looks like we win and you are lame. Objection hearsay. Objection hearsay. <laughs> I think that we'll end it on that note uh, with the question included in that video, which is, of course, the million dollar question. Who the hell poops in someone else's bed? There you go. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. The Liz Wheeler Show is produced by Jonathan Hay. Executive producer, Chad Abbott. Director of photography, Kevin McRoberts. Editor, Alejandro Figuerilla. Sound mixer, Robin Fenderson. Director of marketing, Emily Washler. Production and talent coordinator, Matt Toffler and senior publicist, Patricia Jackson. This has been a Soundfront production.